me on my perch at the far end of the bar. Good evening to you, sir. And how are we this oh, fine well, evening? I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. I think I'm all right. Good. I think I'm all right. Guess what I was doing just before you joined me? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I, I absolutely... No, I mean, no, no, you'll no, never no. guess, I but have a guess. Know. Do you know what? I hate get. I never understand. Now, you tell me. You, you have a long and fruitful association with sports broadcasting. Well, long. Yes, you did. No, you did. You did. Yeah. Fruitful, I'd argue with. But well, long, okay. I'll keep you. But, but certainly a long association with, with sports broadcasting. There is one aspect of the football ritual on radio. Yeah, not so much on television, mm -hmm. but certainly on radio. Right. That drives me absolutely nuts and it's okay. not the preamble by the pundits who will tell me what a great game this is about to be mm. the same pundits who after the game explain why that was terrible yeah <laughs> right? it's normally their fault it did probably hyping it in the first place build it up too much all those packages that that cut together this fast fantastic action mm. make it look like a trailer for a movie I mean, in fact, then... I've definitely been guilty of that on radio as well. But anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. The thing that really gets to me mm. is... So, predictions of the score. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, done that as well. <laughs> there will be radio reporters outside of the ground talking to the loyal fans yeah. who've come along, uh, home or away... Uh, you'll be asked about the form of this, that, and the other player, and then at the end, go on then, predict what? What do you think the score is going to be? Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be three-one. Now two nil, four six, four six. What did that come from? Six four six six four. four no four six four to the home team is six. To yeah, the I know, but nobody yeah, ever says four six, do they? Yeah. <laughs> one nil. What? I think it's going to be a draw. One all. I tell you what, I'll let you into a little secret of the uh, sports broadcasting game here, right? Go you, on then. You let's do a little role play. You pretend to be the producer, um, and you're sending me out. I've gone. I'm at the game. I'm going to do the commentary in a bit. I've um, done a pre-match with the manager, and you want me to go and grab some fans. So you you be the producer asking me to go and uh, do the ben, box. go and outside the ground. Just go and grab a couple of guys. Uh, it doesn't matter who they are. Preferably a couple of women as well. Just get a nice little diverse mix going and get me some predictions. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really? That's the Wait, same one that the raining. news journalists do when the news <laughs> producer says, oh, go and get me some Vox Pops. Oh. Two, my two least favourite words in the whole of broadcasting. Vox Populi, voice of the people. <laughs> it's not because I don't want to hear the voice of the people, don't get me wrong. No, it's I It's just know. that I don't want to have to be the one that speaks to the people to get their voices. No, and please, <laughs> not those people. Some other people. Come on, be fair. If you so were going anyway, to ask the people, it wouldn't be those people, would it? Now, are you going to have a guess or not? No, I hate guessing. I now, hate guessing This is interesting for a man who... Now, let's go through your Palmares. Yes. Uh, Teleaddicts. Yes. Uh, Noel's House Party. Call My Bluff. Call My Bluff. Casino. Uh, casino. I mean, The Adventure Game. Yeah. Lots of television... Quizzes. Quiz shows. Lots of television entertainment shows. Lots of television quizzes predicated on working things out. Written quiz books. Yeah, absolutely. Board and games. 
Will you have a guess? No, Will I you... hate quizzes. <laughs> when it's me, when it's me being asked, uh, for some reason, I mean, I love music, okay? I've brought up on loving music for whatever mm -hmm. reason. I've got, a, I've got a very, I wouldn't say vast, but I've, I've got a big library of music. Mm -hmm. Don't put me up on a musical quiz show. God, don't really ask me. Bad. Don't, uh, no, don't, uh, I, I know what I like. I, li I do it for my pleasure. I Ugh. don't do it to have an encyclopedic knowledge of the record label, <clears throat> the duration of the track. Okay, you know this is. I don't want to do all that. I don't. Oh, I don't ask crosswords. A, I hate them. Wordle. What the hell is Wordle? Pro, this is a proverbial dagger to my heart, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But before, uh, before we do that, guess what I was doing before we, we before go. just before you joined me. Okay, you approached the bar. I had mm -hmm. a face of concentration. You did, on, didn't I? And, and I and wonder you, what you were looking at. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, oh, football pools. No, I was laying down a baseline on a track I'm working on at the moment. That's what I was doing. Right. Oh, that's now, all right. Now, now that's why, okay. why is the fact that you really have this um, aversion to quizzes such a dagger to my heart, I hear you ask? Because you've always thought of me as um, the eminence grease of quiz shows. <laughs> so, maybe grease. Now, the <laughs> question I have for you is... <clears throat> oh, God, here Excuse we go. Me. It's a question. Yeah. Yeah, Never let the sunlight here. in on the magic, eh? This is... Uh, I want you to name as many as you can of the people <laughs> on the cover of the Sergeant Peppers no! by the Beatles. Ab absolutely no. Do you know what? That And that was a favourite uh, uh, th <clears throat> trick that I employed in my radio days. We mm. did a little, like a little points pile thing. We had a lot of fun with that. A lot of fun. Don't ask me to do it. I was the one setting it. How many people are on the cover? I'd, have, uh, a, have a random guess at that. 26. Higher. 36. <laughs> 71. But get out of here. There's one person who's on there more than once. Do you know who that is? Uh, Michael Parkinson. No, it's not Michael Parkinson. But it he is, is on there. It's the same person who was the only person out of the 70-odd that were on the cover. And right. this person was on there more than once and... Uh, was the only person who asked to listen to the album before they agreed to let their photo appear on the cover. Oh, right. Uh, this was uh, Richard Hearn, otherwise known as Mr. Pastry. No. You're, it's a good guess. It's good. It's not right. It's Shirley Temple. Is it? Shirley Temple. She's on there. She's on there twice, kind of visibly, and then you can just about see her uh, for a third time as well. This and, is yeah. this is Shirley. Uh, now I've got to go away and look at my my, my album cover now. Um, this is Shirley Temple Black, who by the, this time was a, an ambassador to Hawaii or something. That's correct. Yes, right. And um, obviously, famously, a child actress before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, by this time, as you say. And uh, so she, but I, it just interested me. Why Why would she be the only one that insisted on know. hearing the album before agreeing? She got and to then hear, having, oh, I see. So not, they, they, they desperately wanted her to be on yeah. the album cover. So therefore, and she said, well, okay, but uh, uh, well, obviously she wanted to make sure that they weren't singing the good ship lollipop. 
Maybe that's probably what it was. Uh, Maybe hers is the definitive track. It's interesting as well, isn't it? When you think of Sgt. Pepper's and the kind of way outness of that album in the time that it was released, there wasn't anything really like it, was no, there? No. It was a kind of a concept album. We didn't have any, if many at all, of those. Well, like, no, there were no, a, no, 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 lot, lots of concept albums before that. Okay, I stand corrected. But it's still an unusual um, sound, yeah. very much, for yeah. their time, right? And still, she listened to it, and she listened to um, I Get By With A Little Help From My Friends, and uh, For The Benefit Of Mr Kite, and the theme tune itself, the Sergeant Pepper, and all the other wonderful songs that are on there. And she still said... Uh, yeah, actually, no, that's fine. I'm going yeah. to you have my image. Yeah, Interesting. No, my, my, I was thinking Band on the Run. Uh, I don't know why when you said Sergeant Pepper I heard Band on the Run because Michael Parkinson is definitely not on the cover of Sergeant Pepper. Um, Shirley Temple. Shirley, um, funnily enough, now here we go. This is, this is yet again how the whole of the universe is joined up. Uh, by thoughts and uh, by 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 expressions that suddenly jump out at you and you go, hang on a minute, that's strange, because yesterday there was a a clip of Fred Astaire taking off, as mm. they used to say. Um, what does that mean? Long, long ago, he packed up dancing, and then a long time after that, it might have been the early 70s, he turned up on uh, the Oscars show, which is... Uh, which just well, we just had the Oscars a couple of weeks mm-hmm. back. He turned up on the Oscars show, um, and Bob Hope said to him, um, "You've never danced on the Oscars ceremony, have you?" He said, "No, no, no." He said, "And you're not going to dance tonight, are you?" He said, "Oh, no, no, no." He said, "Well, you are." <laughs> and he went off, and the orchestra played, and Fred danced, mm. and it was magnificent. Uh, I mean, of old course. guy dances and he didn't do Fred Astaire from the 1930s he did a kind of amalgam of that wonderful sophisticated movement that he did mm. plus breaking some moves that would have been hip to use that word in the, the early 1970s mm-hmm. it was just great just wow. tore, the, tore the place apart I bet and um, at the end of this, my mind wandered to a man called Will Gaines, who you've probably never heard of. Hmm. I'd never heard of him until uh, I worked with him. He was a tap dancer. Okay. And not just any old tap dancer. He was a legendary tap dancer. A legendary tap dancer who you'd never heard of. But in jazz circles, he was very famous. He was the man. He was the man. And um, I was comparing a show, and, and he was one of the guests. And I looked at the name, Will Gaines, don't know Will Gaines. He, uh, <laughs> this little chunky guy turned up. He's wearing a reversible baseball cap. He's got a, a, a white singlet on, baggy trousers and a pair of uh, trainers. Mm -hmm. And he kind of shuffled in to the theatre. And 
I'm not going to be disparaging when I say that most people around just thought he was the guy who was going to sweep the stage. Now, you should never, ever, and we, you learn over the years, don't you? you? Never, ever judge a book by its cover, right? No. But at the same time, at the same time, he looked like the guy who was going to sweep the stage. Surely, there's, isn't there like a Fred Astaire film where he does that? He turns Probably. up, looks like he's going to be the, the, the stage sweeper. Probably. And the next thing we know. Well, the other thing about Will Gaines uh, uh, shuffling around, he had a piece of board with him, a piece of wood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say a metre by, by a metre. Four by two. That's, no, that's what uh, a metre by a metre, a square piece of wood. A right? square piece of wood. Okay, square right, piece so of wood. Uh, probably uh, eight by eight. Probably uh, six, six to nine millimetres. No, six millimetres thick. Okay. Because okay? nine is getting a bit heavy. So um, this is a band call. Okay. So he wanders out onto stage and... Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Will Gaines. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, oh, hi. Hi, Will. Nice to meet you. I don't know what he does. He could have been a carpenter. He does at this point. He's a war. He's arrived with a piece of wood. I don't know. Is he going to make a picnic table? I don't know what he's going to do. So he puts down his piece of wood, and he looks over into the to the to the the orchestra pit. And he says to the guy on the drums, he said, "Just just give me some rhythms, any anything you like." And the drummer said, "Well, what do you want?" And he said, "Ah, just just beat something out on the sticks." So he starts beating out something on the sticks, and he says to the to the to the keyboard player, he says, uh, "Just just Ed, just, just give me some jazz, man." Yeah. So he starts doing a little bit of something, and uh, he takes off his trainers and he puts on a pair of tap shoes. Oh my god! Yeah. I have never seen anything quite like that before, and he could have kept going for as long as they kept riffing. Okay. As long as they kept going, he would have kept on dancing. Mm. And he was magnificent. Yeah, there's something really special about a really top-notch tap dancer, isn't there? It, yes, and so unexpected. Now, the... And and here he is. <laughs> <laughs> and so unexpected, because we didn't know who he was, and... Uh, you know, and when the the guy arrived and he shuffled on, you just wow, and the board and everything. Anyway, he put it down, he put on his tap shoes, and he blew the place apart. Mm. And exactly the same thing happened on the show. Um, <laughs> I thought, well, he'll change. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some some smarter clothes with him, right? <laughs> well, he, oh, he he did put a shirt on. Okay, he put a shirt on. Over his singlet. <laughs> uh, well, put a shirt on. We introduced him, and again, the same thing that he, he had no dots. He didn't ask for any particular piece of music. Basically, wherever the musical director wanted to go with that uh, piece of improvised jazz, mm. he would go. Wow. Uh, which meant that there was no end to his performance. Uh, but you know, he had—I can't remember what it was—eight, eight, nine minutes, and eventually. One piece of music, it just kept on going. And he was funny with it as well. I don't remember how he was funny, but I remember there was a lot of laughter. Yeah. And a lot of love. Lovely. Now that's jazz. That's, that's <laughs> is it? jazz. 
<laughs> when you're improvising, not just the band, but the dancer as well. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, is there a link with Shirley Temple? Because that's yeah, what oh, yes, 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 right. yes, yes, yes. Because uh, I was talking to him afterwards, and and um, he was uh, he, he talked about Gene Kelly. He talked about Fred Astaire, and he talked uh, talked about Bill Bojangles Robinson. Mm-hmm. Who is was Mr. Bojangles? That is Mr. Bojangles. Okay. And he was a, a black dancer who did uh, he did a tap act, and he had a, a set of stairs that he used to he'd go up one side and then come down the other and tapping all the way. And he was one of the first, if not the first, to do that. But he was also the man who broke down the color barrier in movies, and he was the first black dancer to share the screen with a white actress mm. in a musical number. And the actress was? Bill Bojangles Robinson and Shirley Temple. Fantastic. Well, there we go, you see? How we've gone from Sergeant Pepper <laughs> and we've ended up with Bill Bojangles, Bojangles. Robinson via Will Gaines. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, had, um, I had, do you remember uh, for a, a while... Actually, this goes back to the very start of the podcast when we were role-playing and you were the producer and I was the reluctant reporter. Um, and this is when I was uh, we were working together on the mid-morning and then the afternoon show with um, producer Lady Jo. Yay. And it was decided we would have a thing called Challenge Ben. And so once a week I was sent out to find something to challenge me. And this particular week uh, I wanted to be I wanted to learn to be a Morris dancer. But no Morris dance companies would accommodate me. So instead, I ended up having a um, half-hour tap dancing lesson. Um, bull I, don't, I have no memory of that. And it was like five minutes of your life, and you weren't listening anyway, probably. Um, <laughs> you know me so well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, very I'm, nice. I surely would have remembered that. No, why would you? I, I think it was Nailsy or somewhere she was. She was really lovely. Um, and I can't... Yeah, I mean, I always thought I had natural rhythm, but I think I do, just not in my feet. <laughs> no. So, well, I, 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 I once thought, when, when I was a young man in my very early 20s and still treading the boards and thinking that I might be an all-round entertainer, whatever mm. the hell that was, let's sing, let's dance, let's do a bit of everything. Bit of Brucey. Um, I thought, well, I, I'd never, I, I mean, uh, you know, I could, I could dance on the disco floor. Hmm. When you're 20, anybody can dance on it, especially after a couple of pints, you can dance on the yeah. disco floor. Uh, but I thought, I, 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 should, I should learn to dance. I should be disciplined. Mm. I should learn to... Well, I wasn't going to pay for dance lessons. So I asked a friend of mine right. who was a very good dancer. Lionel Blair? If she, oh, no. Well, okay. no, it wasn't Lionel Blair. <laughs> um, lady called, lovely lady, the, the wonderful Hilary O'Neill. Okay. Um, who was one of the copycats on TV many years ago? Does impressions and things, but she was mm -hmm. a great. She was she was a soubrette in the show. She she sang, she danced, uh, and I thought, come on, you know, how hard can tap dancing be? She said, well, how hard can it be? The, the first thing you have to learn <laughs> is a time step. Right, right. So step, ball change, hop, off That's you go. It. I couldn't do a time step. I could not even do. The simplest. There, I discovered at that point that below my knees, I have no coordination at all. 
You can barely walk in a straight line putting one foot in front of the other down the hallway. Indeed. What on earth made you think you'd be doing any tap dancing? And the other thing is that I, I'm not very good at coming downstairs. And, and at some point in a tap dancer's career, yeah. if you're going to be any good, you've got to go down the treads. And you've got to, not only have you got to go down them, you've got to go up a couple and then come I back down again. I don't mind going up. Oh, no, no, no. I can't, you see, I can't go up. Down a bit, up a bit. Oh, down a bit, yeah. up a bit. Down a bit, up a bit. They Jazz do hands. muck around too much. Don't Big they? finish, when, darling. When, when you think about <laughs> it, how does it, How long does it take a tap dancer to get to bed on the night? <laughs> and by the time they do, their partner is like, "Will you shut up? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> we need to get some carpet on those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbor's been round again. Yeah, God alive! He's, stop that hammering! It's not hammering; it's me feet. Oh, well, stop that feeting! <laughs> Whatever it is, do you dance? Yeah, no. I mean, they're, they're, I'll let you into a little secret. Oh, ballet! Here we go. The, yeah. No, you're the one who spends the entire show on point <laughs> uh, in your tutu. Um, no, I don't dance. I've never had dancing lessons. I was never a confident dancer in the nightclub. Um, I can do a side to side and a bob of the head, mm-hmm. and that's about it. But yeah. If I've had a little whiskey and I'm on my own in the kitchen and a tune comes on that I like... The arms go out? I will quite happily do some expressive dancing just for me. And one day, I'm going to video that and I'm going to be a YouTube sensation. I think you should. (laughs) I think you should. That's Already, people are salivating at the idea (laughs) of seeing Barman Ben... Breaking some moves around the kitchen. I think you've mixed uh, salivation with sweat caused by <laughs> terror at the very thought. That's what's happened. Did then. you never do um, dance lessons at school? Not that I remember, no. No? No, maybe when, like in the very early years of juniors. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe it, yeah. Certainly uh, other people of my generation would recognise that you had to learn Scottish country dancing? Nah, never did. No? I have, I've been to a wedding where it was happening and I had to get involved hmm. uh, doing the reels. Is that what they oh, called? Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, not my thing, really. No. Well, both at um, my primary school and then in the first or second year at uh, secondary school, there was country dancing. Hmm. Um, we... Uh, my primary school was a Church of England school, so and, and the church was pretty much opposite where the school building was. And uh, every summer, the church had a church fete, and the school, in the in the in the program for the church fete, you know, uh, the judging of the uh, Victoria Sponge, uh, the um, uh, the stocks throwing the wet sponges at uh, the vicar, you know, mm. and then country dancing by the manor school, right? Mm. So well, we would we would practice for weeks, um, and it would be the whole class. One year, I can't remember which particular year it was, but it, it was one particular year. Okay. You got to, say, the third or the fourth year, and you did the dancing display at the country mm. at, the, at the summer fair. See, now I think something similar happens at, in infant school where I went, yeah. and then my boys have gone to, have been to the same infant school. And I can't remember which year it is again, but a, a certain year in infant school, you have to do the Maypole. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, there you are. In the summer fair, yeah. 
that's similar. That's a, a similar thing. And mm. the uh, the school had a, a big old brown. I think they were standard issue. It was like a, a brown um, pine record player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a big old vinyl disc. Uh, and it would be Jimmy Shand Records, who was a very, very famous uh, Scottish accordionist. Okay. The Jimmy Shand Band did all the music for country music. And this would go on, and off we'd go. And, mm. of course, we we had to be good. So we could do the, the Gay Gordons and the Military Two-Step and, and all these other things. Can't remember the name of them all there. Okay. And then you leave primary school and think, oh, thank God, I'll never have to do that again. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, uh, in the first the first year of being at the the big school, uh, we're looking forward to the Christmas disco. But no, 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 no. That's for the older ones. Uh, we're going to learn to dance, aren't we, boys and girls? <laughs> we? And we have to go into the main hall, and on goes the Jimmy Shan record, and off we go with the military two step and the Gay Gordons and all those other things. That, but the thing about those dances is. Of course, it does get you up and dancing. And, and because you've learned how to do it, then you don't kind of slope around the walls, you know, looking down and kicking your shoes and all the rest of it. Yeah, that's You can me. actually get out there. Now, we didn't like dancing with the girls, but we wouldn't have liked uh, to have not been in, included in that, I guess. No. How did the girls feel about having to dance with the boys? Well, in, in later years, they, they decided they didn't need a boy at all. The, 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 the handbag was just plenty. <laughs> well, just dance around this just for a bit. Just dance around your handbag. That's and all what, you need to do. For God's sake, will we just go to the toilet together? <laughs> <laughs> all seven of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's always long queues in the women's toilets. There's three of them don't even need to be in there. Well, They've no, just gone a, I'm coming company. with you. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they get trapped with the boys who are no, not the boys. The boys of a certain age have, have no uh, interest. Well, they probably do have interest, but, uh, yeah, but they have no no gumption. They have no. You, um, you can't be showing you have interest. No, That's the last thing no, you can do. No, no, you go, oh, excuse me. Would you? <coughs> excuse me. Would you like to <coughs> dance? No. No. I'll get you a dandelion and beer dog. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to try my Coke? <laughs> uh, now, listen, before we finish, I want to break some important news to oh, you. Oh, gosh, yes. What, what is it? All calls nearly that time as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. I have joined the future. Oh, yes. Mm. I have bought myself this week and ridden an e bike. Oh, dun, dun, dun. this is impressive. Beautiful thing it is as well. Beautiful. Lovely, sleek, black mountain bike type appearance with yeah. a little flash of blue on this the sounds, crossbar this, there. This sounds expensive. Well, not too bad. I mean, um, it was £1,400, which for an e-bike is very good value. Made in Bristol as well. Okay. Um, it's called a Whippet. And I highly recommend, not the most powerful of motors, it's more for people like me who've ridden bikes previously and are looking to sort of um, just have a little bit of help as we get older and less fit getting up out of the hills. It's not like a, like, like a moped, you, you, you pedal it to no. start it off and then it just goes. This no. is one of those where it assists you. It, 
it assists. Keeps the knees yes. going. Yes, absolutely. But a beautiful thing. Yes. Really comfy, um, slick, as I say, looks really good. And uh, I've been uh, out for three rides on it now, and I've absolutely powered up hills that I would be nowhere near getting up on my well, normal well bike these you. days. So highly recommended. And what I'm going to suggest is that you save up and buy yourself one. Well, I have we two other friends. bike rides. Yes, we'll come to it as a bit of a surprise to you, but I do have other friends. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but uh, I have two other friends who both have electric bikes. Mm. And um, one of them, uh, I don't know where the battery is on yours, but one of them spent absolute fortune. The battery is actually built into the frame of the bike. Oh, yeah. No, they're lovely, those ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This well, is this is very, very sleek. Mine's detachable. It looks like a big water bottle. Oh, so right, it's on okay. the bit of the frame where the yeah. water bottle would normally go. But, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 they're very some... keen that I buy a bicycle like this. Um, no. It's I'm not going to happen. Oh, really? Why not? No. Um, the could... last bicycle I was on was in the Netherlands, which was lovely. It was what I would call a sit-up and beg. Mm. The sort of thing that my grandfather, but but, magn- I don't know what it is about those bikes, uh, in the Netherlands. But boy, oh boy. It might have looked like something from the nineteen forties, but it performed <laughs> like something, you know, right up to date. It was just magnificent. It was like riding. I don't know. How would you? It was like. It was so comfortable. I mean, you know. The, the, your backside sat into this thing, uh, and it was like a couch. It wasn't like mm. a, you know, because because sometimes, for men, it, it it can get a bit of a numbing experience. It can be, yes. It can. You have to, you have to get the right saddle. You do. I tell you what. But I'll it was you... great. It was really great. I enjoyed that. But I said I, I'm not doing any more bicycling unless mm. I can have one of those. Okay. Uh, well, that's a shame because I I I had a chat with um, with Mrs. Lewis. Oh yes. And she was complaining. Yes. That by the time you wobble home from the pub with her chips, they're too yes. cold. Ah. So she, she, when I said, well, well I've got, I, he should I, get an e-bike, yeah. they'd, be, they'd be piping hot. I've got the, the perfect I've got the perfect answer to that. <laughs> Lend us your bike. <laughs> and on that note, I'll bid you reservoir. Cheerio. That's time at the far end of the bar. You've been listening to Richard Lewis and Ben Orr. Find the fellas on all the socials. Just search hashtag TFEOTB or send them an email. It's thefarendofthebar at gmail.com. Most importantly, spread the word. Tell your friends and enemies, colleagues and family about this amazing podcast you've been listening to. We'll love you forever. Forever.